And I'm Marley. And together we're the two church girls. Where we discuss hot topics of our day with the biblical and real world point of view. Make sure to follow us on our social media platforms at Two Church Girls. That's the number two church girls. That's right, two chain. No, not two chains. Okay. <laughs> no, two chains. So uh, girl, just like all secular today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so just like always, we like to start off with the rule book. So uh Marley, what is our biblical principle for today? Yes. So it comes from Second Corinthians uh, chapter 6, verse 14. And it says, do not be yoked together with unbelievers for what do righteousness and wickedness have in common or what fellowship can light have with darkness? So of course, this biblical principle, um, you know, we're taking in the context of marriage. It does expand to all of our relationships in terms of don't be, you know, yoked or put together with non-believers um, whether it's friendships or business relationships, doesn't mean you can't have unbeliever friends, but that when you, you know, walk in step with somebody in a very particular relationship, that you want to make sure that you have the same spiritual grounding. And so that's why it's so important when we talk about it in the context of marriage, because if you don't have the same foundation, then you won't be able to walk in step with each other. Okay. So in the context of marriage, we definitely understand that. But I think the real world perspective is it's kind of even hard to um, get there because the dating situation is a little lackluster. Uh, lackluster as a woman, I know. Absolutely. Um, for me, it feels like Christian guys, which what we're talking about in that context of a biblical principle, it's hard right. to find Christian guys. Um, and just some um, additional information to support that ar- argument, according to gospelcoalition.org, uh, they actually had an article talking about how there is a shortage of actually young men in um, the church and how, of course, it mm-hmm. affects marriage, because obviously that's the ultimate goal. So it's describing Absolutely. saying amongst historically black churches that there are less than 50 men for one every 100 women. Now, you right. think that's this, is, this is like uh, young men, right? This is young men compared to young women, correct? Yes, because I guess they, for the most part, in this context, in regards to the normal kind of dating ages, which we know that you could be dating, you know, at any ages, but we're talking about in the context of at least 21 to on average 35 in this context. Gotcha. And that are single and ready to mingle. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's the only yeah, one I that mean, counts. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> for our context, for anybody's really, them are the only ones that count, ladies, okay? Okay. Um, and men, I guess, for that reason. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, when I hear 50 to 100, you know, it kind of, of course, it like just originally just kind of saddens me and shocks me that it's like, oh, no, there is it that dire, you know, where it's only half to half. But I hear the number and I'm like, honestly, like 50, I thought it was more like 10 to 20. So I wish I could find 50 to 100 men in the churches that, you know, I visited or I've attended. I mean, to keep it real. Okay. And we got to keep it real. Uh Um, Yes, we do. I mean, you know that, you know, there are obviously the major population of churches are women, right? So we are not yeah, totally blown to away fair. by the stats of, of indicating that, you know, it's, you know, we, we are at a shortage. 
Now there may be about fifty guys in the church. Um, yeah, fifty percent, right? Correct. See what see, but what what will be happening is I'll always be interested in them though. The ones I know because that fifty percent, that fifty percent, like starts dwindling really fast when you start to actually break it down. And and honestly, this could go for for women, you know, as well in a sense. Uh, but since it's already starting off with half in terms of men, it just, it hits you harder on the men's side. No, a thousand percent. And I feel like there's various reasons, right? So one could maybe be off the top of thinking is what you define as you're looking for. Um, And sometimes as a lot of women, and I'm going to raise my hands, I'm not really into Mm -hmm. young tenderonies. So I feel like sometimes there are some... um, you know, gentlemen in the church, but they're a little, they're a little well behind, you know, the ears smell like Similac. And that's just yeah, not for I me mean, at the, this point in my yeah, life. Yeah, look, I get, I get that. You, you're probably most likely, if you're going to get that kind of young, maybe marriage age guy that's coming back home from college or just, or just came back home, from, you know, was in either in college or came back home from college or in their young 20s and they're still connected with their, their home church. Uh, that's not really an option for you if you're in your 30s, right? So like right there, that cuts out like 20% of that 50% dating pool because they're going to be too young and you guys just aren't going to be on the same page, especially because, you know, women just tend to mature faster. So whereas an older guy can date a younger woman and it might, you know, be okay, an older woman dating such a younger guy, it just, it's going to be so off usually. You guys just aren't going to be in the same place. I mean, but for the record, we do have some friends that actually have some younger guys and they out here thriving. Okay. So, yeah, you know, but it's usually like a couple category. years. It's usually like a couple years. It's not yeah. like 10 or 15. Like it could be if, if it was opposite. Like, you know, a, a 25 right. or 27 year old girl dating a 40 year old guy, like, isn't that bad in a sense? Or it could be, could work more likely than it would be a 40 year old woman dating a 27 year old guy. Oh, facts. And that kind of comes down to, for me personally, I just feel like there's a level of life of experience that I need you to have. And I want you to have mm-hmm. freedom to have too. And I feel right, like right. if I think about what I was doing at 25, <laughs> the even saying the word marriage, it was, <laughs> was kind of a joke. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, so it was hard. So, so like, yeah. I, and so I get that. Right. Like, and so, it's, it's not to, you don't want to like pressure guys in that situation where it's like, they just try to live their best life. And I get it. Like, so because everybody, I think in, in all of the church has been shifting the marriage age further and further. So, you know, 25 getting married, you know, might've been late 50 years ago, but now it's like that. Oh, 25 getting married. That sounds kind of young, you know? So that right. definitely has put a, a damper on things for sure. No, for sure. So another reason why I feel like that 50 is more mm-hmm. probably like so now, two, so now three. that 50, we're, okay. we're down 20%. We're down to 40. Okay. Just with the age restrictions, like to be real, we're down hey, to 40. Listen, I'm all, I'm a, I'm a just have to flip a scripture and say, or two or three are gathered. Okay. For a reason, because <laughs> I feel like one of the areas where people don't keep it real about is sometimes it be feeling like some of the church some of the guys in the church Um, don't be that attractive yeah I mean and to be fair it's like you're always gonna have that barrier whether it's a guy in the church or out of the church in terms of just physical attractiveness like that's gonna cut out half 
probably more than half, like let's say 60% of the people you're just not going to be attracted to and they not attracted to you. So it's, it's a two way street. So like that right there where we went from 40 to like 20 available because you're not going to be attracted to to at least half of them. Like we're going to give you benefit of doubt at least half. You're not going to be attracted to just like in a physical face to face sense. No, of course. And I think that's valid. The church ladies might be like, Oh, I got, I got a man for you. And you're like, him? Like, oh no, sister, yeah. I appreciate it. Oh, but he's such I mean, a godly man. He's such a godly man. I'm like, I know, no, but no. he's just not my type. Well, we we are flesh and spirit. Okay. Is yeah, that right? But I think God wants you to spirit? be attracted to your partner and vice versa. Like I want him to be attracted to me and me attracted to him. Like, what are we talking about? That's that's my point of saying this flesh. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be a flesh, attracted to your flesh. Now, and I think some of that, if we break it down, about, because I think it's fair to, to give a little bit more context to that, because of course we know everyone's definition of attraction is different, right? Um, right. right. I think in this context, uh, we're kind of speaking about first physical. And my thing is, right. I personally don't have a just specific type. I know some people are a little bit more sticklers on height requirements and maybe skin complexion and things like that. For me, I sometimes feel like uh-huh. we just be feeling like we don't have to take care of ourselves physically. Like I don't feel like sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, I be trying to keep it keep it right, keep it try, tight and yeah. you know, I don't saying mad church guys in my crossfit classes man is that not true and it's like i'm not saying you'd be a bodybuilder or you know be a fitness coach but like i'm sure you expect women to look a certain way and men just don't have that same standard i'm not saying it has to be equal in that sense because i think maybe physicalness physical attraction is maybe a little bit higher up on you know the list quote-unquote list for men that is for women but like you're right i just think in a general sense when we're talking about attractiveness it, it goes a little beyond just face and when we're talking about body type or how you're like keep yourself up because because i think physical attractiveness or physical you know fitness goes into lifestyle right and so it's kind of like if you don't even like keep it up yourself like that that says a lot of other things for me too well so i mean the context is black Right. That's what we are. That's what we like. That's what we date. We're open minded ish, but that's what we're talking about. And for me, right, you know, right. I have a family history of things like high blood pressure, diabetes and health as well. Absolutely. Health as well. So for me, it's like you're saying, it is a lifestyle in regards to activity. I do enjoy. It depends on the day. Okay. Um, but also right. too, it's to me a great way to deal with your stress, which I know prayer and meditation is a good form, but for me, I just want to feel like you, um, are going to take pride in your well being, and, and, that, and that's Hello, the first the house that God take gave. Take care of our temple. It's a temple, man. It's a temple. Real we talk. keep going. Like take care. Well, some people be, some people be feeling like it don't be a temple. It, it's like a, a gymnasium. They bodies be like Janae's or uh, no, conference centers. <laughs> Maybe conference centers. That's how they be built. And that's how they be cool. I don't know about be If it was, if it was yeah, a gymnasium, well, that's they, they, they would have seen a weight. They would have seen a weight. No, taking, but that's, you know, whatever. No, but. there's the outside be big. It be big. And it's oh, just, it's be shapeless. <laughs> yeah. God, we're so big bad. We're so vain. I can't even say I can make it shapeless. <laughs> 
No, this is no, because this is this is what we feel, and this is yeah. So, um, and another thing is, I feel as though um, how we're defining unattractiveness as well, because as I said, the physical, I mean, in in the total context, it's not the biggest deal breaker for me. I know for some, it's different, right. and that's that's what we're giving um, way to and understanding that. But also for me, I am really a big personality girl. I am a really big, okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, like you're smart. Like you hold yeah, conversation. I mean, you don't have to be, listen, if I cannot take you literally to a networking event, okay, and, and then study. bring you, well, of course, I'm going to work that in because keep in mind, that's probably on a Monday, the networking event. Bible study is probably on okay. a Wednesday. Then on Friday, right, right. one of my aunties might be having, well, of course, when outside open back up, be having a, a maybe a, a barbecue in the front yard, this is true. you know, because in the hood sometimes we don't be having <laughs> mad grass in the back, so we'll be in the front. So the point is, like, I need to know that you can roll with the punches, that you're comfortable in yourself first, in all situations, and that we can have fun together, and that you're adventurous. I mean, I'm naming a lot of things, but to be honest, I feel as though sometimes the guys in the church be a little bit more shielded and part of it is the ambition to attract, to protect themselves and protect their hearts and their minds. And I'm not mad at that because we all have triggers that we got to be aware of, but I also feel yeah. like sometimes they just, they just don't, they lack some real world experience to me. Yeah. Especially if we're talking about, you know, church men that have been like born and raised in the church. And like you said, I, I think in some contexts that can be a good thing if they're not so experienced with the world. Um, and so they're not tempted by those things. But and also, like you said, I think it leans more towards experience. And so even if you were born and raised in the church, are you open to those experiences? Like, can you can you be open and be able to hold a conversation in multiple facets of of life, right? Not just a Bible study, not just in church service, but like, can you, like you said, can you go to a barbecue? Can you hang out with my coworkers and not feel uncomfortable or feel like you have to follow me around everywhere? Oh my gosh, I can't. You don't like that? You don't like that? What you doing? What you doing? What, 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 what? <laughs> no. Or where are you I mean, going? I'm just going with you. Gray hair. Like, uh, we have gray hair. He wants to protect, he wants to protect people from touching just, their hair. So is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. <laughs> no, but no, I no, like, but yes, you just always have to connect, like in a very, you know, like you said, personality kind of sense. And sometimes, if it's either, like you said, it's either been they have been born and raised in the church, or they met God and they just uh, how they haven't figured out a way in order to like be able to find a balance in which they can be in the world still and still not give up their Christian principles. And so they completely disregard everything. And it's like, that's just not real life. Yeah. And I think to be honest, I think that's, a, that's really the predominant factor. Not so much as because mm-hmm. we know that you can be saved and cool or whatever you want to call it. Saved right. and saucy. I like to say, Ooh, um, you know, we like the I just think we, yeah, man, you listen. I'm from so I'm so St. Louis. You know, you can't talk about barbecue without no St. Louis ribs. You know what I'm talking about? But um, so I think it's it, that's uh that's that's a bigger factor that we you know you're trying to find this equilibrium right between your old right. life and the, and the things you know and trying to actually like say like that like I ain't trying to mess this up because it's a relationship, right? right? You're trying to be like I ain't trying to mess that up. I might not need to rock with that 
But once more, I do feel like God has given us experiences for a reason mm-hmm. to be cherished that we know that no experience is wasted. And right. I feel like sometimes we just use that or hide behind not having to go out into the world and gain new experiences. I, I feel like sometimes mm. we use that as a cover though. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's true. And, th- and that's where I think it becomes a problem. Like if you are using it as a cover up or as an excuse, like because you're fearful, you know, like that's not okay. Like it, it's like God kind of will, I think, protect us in these, in these situations and scenarios um, and so as long as you're being, you know, genuine when you go and experience these things and you're not doing it for some kind of like worldly gain or worldly recognition, I think, you know, finding somebody that wants to experience those new things with you, whether it's travel or a restaurant or, you know, hanging out with different group of friends that you can do that and still hold on to your Christian values. Well, you're talking about the probably biggest last factor, um, lack okay, of common interest. Um, Mm. because if you are a person that I enjoy museums, right. And you're going Mm -hmm. in here, you can't go into the museum because you like, well, this is, uh, this is not glorifying God. It's just like, (laughs) bro, like I, I, I get it in a sense, but once more, God gives inspiration and inspires and moves people in different ways. And if you just can't set, you know, I guess just be, you know what I mean? Like, that's just too much for me. Yeah. I mean, and, and a lot of it is you have to use like a certain amount of wisdom. I can understand not wanting to go into a museum that's, you know, I don't know, just has some crazy things and people's in their heads cut off. I don't know. No, we're talking about contemporary but, art. Contemporary we're talking art. About contemporary art. And it's kind of like, well, that yeah. doesn't talk about Jesus. And it's like, what? There's so many ways that God's given us to like express our gifts and it doesn't necessarily like have to have a Bible verse in the actual art form in order to express, you know, your, your God given gift and love for God and everything that we do. And so when you make those super hard, religious, almost Pharisaic, you know, distinctions and think that you can't do that or experience those things because you have some standard of what glorifies God that isn't in the Bible, like that's not okay. And so, like, we can't, we, if we don't have those common interests, like, if you can't rock with me in that, like, what are we doing? Well, I feel like there's someone for everyone. As we know, you've seen those memes about the uh, Christian girl starter kids with the long blue jean skirts <laughs> and the kid sneakers. I feel like that's who you, that's, that's for you. If this, if this is a person that's feeling like that is an important factor to them, that is for them. I mean, but the challenge well, we're is, we're saying, saying, yeah, uh, we're saying the, you know, the kind of guy that, you know, particularly we are women in our uh, demographic or, or in our kind of category would be interested in somebody who is open to experiences and travel and, you know, still wants to go to Bible study, but wants to go to happy hour. Like that kind of guy who's going to be interested in those things, that's where it starts to diminish. So yeah, there is somebody for everybody. Like, I believe there's absolutely somebody for you, man, who likes the like long jeans girl. No, I, just like, just not I, just, I just like to say that for the record, because you're going to have somebody right. to be like, oh, I'm good with that. Long as he go home. Well, girl, you go ahead and you take him. And I would like, I said, two and three are gathered. You go ahead and have that. Um, so, and let's keep it real. Like, I think another thing is once you learn who you are in God, you have a, com- a God confidence to be able to understand that he made you unique and he made you differently. And I know right. I'm premature. That's one of the first things we love to talk about. But it's one of those things where it's like, honey, if that's what you're into, just 
keep it real that that's what you you're into. You know what I mean? Don't try to minimize or shrink yourself for that. Like like an example Absolutely. of that is. Let me ask you: Would you would you be with a guy that didn't have a passport, or do you define as that as a superficial? Oh. You know, I, I think I would just be, I mean, I, my initial reaction is probably no, because if you're not into travel like I am, it's probably a no-go. But I, I will say, if I said, hey, let's take a trip, and you were like, bet, let me go get a passport. If you were like, I'm ready, I don't have one, I want to do that, like, I would be open to that for sure. So it's it's not like a, a rule, a deal breaker, but it is kind of like a, a side eye to be like, uh, you're in your 30s, you know, passport, you haven't been nowhere? Like, so there could be a lot of reasons. So that's why I give a little grace. And as long as you're like willing. Now, if you're like, man, why do we got to get that? We can just go to Puerto Rico. Okay. This isn't going to work. And for the record, I want y'all to know she is Puerto Rican. So I don't yes. want nobody in the comments saying anything people. crazy. <laughs> oh, okay. No. I love Puerto Rico. We can go. Every year. I every year. We can go every year if you want Listen, to. Yes, but we do. That's, I mean, like, no, hey, that's not what we're doing all the time. Like if Bahamas and Puerto Rico yeah. are your top like destinations every single vacation, we can't be together. Space them out. Space them out. Um, yeah, for me, that <laughs> probably is a deal breaker. I'm just keeping it real because I feel like uh-huh. it, when we're talking about we're 35 and up, like, well, like there, there are really limited situations where you would not get a passport. Like, uh, you know, know. and know. life is different for each of, of us, but we're on a topic of common interests. And like you're saying, like, you. travel for me is an escape and I just have an appreciation for culture. The culture that God has given to different places and he made has made the world so beautiful and I want to see it. We're doing a disservice of just being stagnant and and being cool in our like little atmosphere you know ecosystem you know there's other things to see so that that no because i think travel uh, definitely opens up your your mind and it shows that you're open to other cultures and other thoughts and other you know worldviews in a sense that you're at least willing to engage with it um and so that's kind of where that's where it comes from it doesn't come from this superficial place of being like i just need to go on a trip every single month like no it just comes from a place of being like are that is a sign that you're open to new ideas and new cultures but also i feel like if that's what you wanted to do and you can afford that then that's okay too you know what i mean and i think that that's what we're saying just be honest about what you would like to have what whether it's a Mm -hmm. want or need is what you're trying to say too and i think that's fair right um so, yeah, all those things are important. But the thing about it is we want Christian guys. I know we're saying a lot of things of what we're finding, but I think right. part of it is guys are sometimes a little timid or unsure of the value of actually just saying, yo, I rock with God. Like, add that yeah. on, your t- on your Bumble. Go ahead and add that on, on that Tinder. You know what I mean? <laughs> on Say that profile. Actually, Christian. Yeah. Now, now, I don't need you. I don't want the guy who's like, I serve the Lord Jesus Christ. He is my Lord and Savior. Like, in uh, the whole profile is that? Because you're just like, whoa, like, are you multifaceted? Because, like, I definitely want it to have a tagline of, like, I follow Jesus. Cool. But, like, it's your point of being, like, you want them to be proud to say it. And I think maybe that's kind of where the statistic comes from. Uh, there's only 50 to every 100 women in the church. It's because, A, they're probably you're just not going. Um, and it's for those kind of reasons that they're just not, they maybe they're out in the world, but they're not connected to a church or they're just not saying it. And so to your point, we definitely want guys who are like, yes, I'm Christian. 
and that you find that out within the first few conversations because it's something that you can't even hide. Yeah, I want people to rep Christianity like they rep being a vegan. Okay? Like, go ahead. <laughs> you ain't got to tell everybody in every conversation. Yeah, you got to tell everybody, but it's going to come up. I'm going to understand right. that you probably, you know, are not into uh, meat products and in, in the conversation right. that we have, you know, because it's a lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Believing in a guy right. is a lifestyle. It's not just like a saying and, and a cool slogan. You know what I mean? Um, but to right. your point, for me, if you got to literally put the whole, all scriptures and, and just say father god at the ending of every sentence you know brother you know i don't know that man kiki palmer i'm sorry i'm so sorry <laughs> to that man i don't know that man oh man it's so true it's so true it's not like we we're making we're being really picky but i promise that's not what it is uh like i said we just want men who love god and are willing to say it um but that kind of can do it with that that cool factor and that swagger um that don't have that, you know, we have a, sometimes church girls can have a very stereotypical type and so can church guys. And so that's, that's the person we're speaking to. Yeah. So say it, say it with your chest, say it with your chest, y'all. We're looking for that. We're looking for people to have core values as us, because if you are going to master or attempt to try to connect with your maker, then I just know when we link, you're going to love me. Right. Right. Yes. And that goes back to the biblical principle about being equally yoked and how you want to walk with somebody who's walking in the same light that you are. That's right. Yeah. So Ooh, I guess yes. to be continued in regard to we got two or three or four or five or I guess they could tell us what they think below in the comments. Yes, tell absolutely. us what you guys think. think. <laughs> for sure. Well, thanks so much for tuning in today. Make sure again to follow us at Two Church Girls on Instagram and Facebook and all of our social media. And until next time, remember that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure to follow us at all our social media platforms at Two Church Girls. That's the number two, Church Girls. If you have any questions or concerns, you can email us at info at twochurchgirls.com and check out our website at twochurchgirls.com. Till next time, stay blessed.